We all pinched our pre-podcast loafs and we're ready. What up, boys? I'm What's up, Steve? I'm wait. I'm waiting for it, Pittman. Patsy, I'm here. Oh. <laughs> They're throwing me off, making me wait for it, and uh, going another route on me. Anticipation. Got to keep us guessing. That's it. We all got secrets. Mike, Dan, I'm Steve. We're in green. We're loving life in PA. And looks like a whole bunch of states are ruining it for us. So what are we going to do, boys? <laughs> hey, take, take what you can get while you can get it. You know exactly. what I mean? Jeez, live life <laughs> while you still can, huh? Yeah, it actually looks like we're – like we were – as much as I hate how Pennsylvania has handled it, um, I think a few – like not opening bars will, will probably keep us green, right? I, I hope so. I mean, because um, it seems like the places, the places that are are rising, and we can debate. Uh, we're not going to debate the stats. No, nah, we're not going to go too deep. But, but yeah, so, I, I see what you're saying. The She's places dead. that are rising are rising in part because they open clubs and bars. Yeah, you got a bunch of you know college kids who maybe don't have the best hygiene congregating. You know, <laughs> and they open up the restaurants to everybody, and yeah. you know, th- that's what they're saying is happening, and and. Yeah. PA, even though I look, I mean, you know, the numbers are kind of slightly going up, but they're not like spiking well, like crazy. But it's going to go up, right? Like more people out. Like, like my yeah. my brother, my brother, um, always says, like, you know, with the sports, like the athletes are going to get corona, right? Like, if you're not mm-hmm. ready for that, then you're not ready for sports. So when mm-hmm. people go out, they're going to get it. It's just mm-hmm. like from the jump, they were always like, just make sure the hospitals don't get overwhelmed. And right mm-hmm. now, the hospitals, it seems like, aren't even close. It seems like it's really healthy people getting it right now. So, like, mm-hmm. they're going to be sick for a while, but they probably don't need, like, vents. You know what I mean? We'll see mm-hmm. as it goes. Right, there's still a few, but, you know, yeah. Oh, there's always, of course, always there's, always, there's always going to be deaths. That's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a deadly virus. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens here since the, the, the hospitalizations and deaths right now aren't proportionate to the number of new cases. But it was interesting, and, and you know, the, the only thing I'll talk about it, it was interesting to see New Jersey just completely back off. Well, he only got what he wants, right? He only wanted the boardwalk open for his tax dollars. Everything yeah, else right. doesn't matter to him. Yeah, and here I am. I'm thinking of going uh, to Ocean City in a week to take my boy on the rides, but well, I'm waiting until after the weekend. Speaking of going places, and I, I did mention this to you already, like all th- like in our chat. Yeah, I was like, you know what? We should do something as a family. Mm-hmm. Great adventure. That the safari's open, like that's safe, right? You're in your own car. Mm-hmm. Twenty dollars a person. That's <laughs> ridiculous, no, no. dude. Yeah, let's let's clarify this. Twenty dollars a person in your car. Right, I've got a family of five. It's a hundred bucks to go for like a half hour drive, and half of the animals are probably sleeping. It's <laughs> you don't let them out of the trunk until you pay and get in. Yeah, right. <laughs> play the Pandemic play the game. Rules. Yeah, play the game like they used to play in the old drive-in theaters, man. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. I'm gonna just drop a quick safari story on you guys, and we oh, can go wherever from here. There we go. When I was a young lad, way way back, many moons ago, <laughs> we went through a safari, and when it came time for the elephants, my mom pointed out that there was one with three back legs. Oh, <laughs> and my dad and my dad had to correct her and let her know elephants don't have three back legs, but it might have been part of a tripod. <laughs> so you're saying there's no five legged elephants out there to my knowledge. No, and it, it, I'm going to guess it wasn't the trunk curled backwards. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I like it. I like so, it. Yeah. But I, I had no idea that elephants could drag it down that far. I mean, that's. That's impressive. You got to admit. I used to have on my clip when I was a teacher at high school, I had a a picture frame that was oriented in a way that only I could see it. Um, And when my brother Ryan was in the Navy, we went out to visit him. While we were out there, we went to Bush Gardens. um, Or not Bush Gardens, SeaWorlds, which is also owned by the same people. Um, So they have the Budweiser Clydesdales there. And um, we have a picture of of me, of, of I think it was a few of us in front of, a horse at full attention. Oh, uh, nice. So that was, on, <laughs> that was on the desk of my classroom. No. You ever go down to Assateague Island and see the wild horses, man? 
I drove you, past. I, I oh. did a, a project for work in Akamak, so I drove past it once. Oh, you see some hydraulics there, man. They drop it. <laughs> they they drop it like it's hot. Yeah, it's a little too hot. Dang. So uh, <laughs> we've already talked about elephant and horse penises, and it's not even five minutes into the podcast. This is well, great. I mean, last week it was it was a little more subtle start, and and now we yeah, are just we're, in your face. We're going straight well, this in. Is, this is just a tip, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. So yeah, speaking of getting it, getting life in while you still can, man. So uh, do anything good weekend? I had people over. I will say, I had a gathering. How many people were on your deck? Uh, well, I kept oh, them boy. off the deck. Kept them off the deck. <laughs> uh, we went into the yard. Uh, Fifteen people. So you had no protection on your deck? Uh, you know, the deck was kind of a, a safe zone, if you will. So yeah. no people on your deck, but you let them enter your backyard. We got yeah, it. Pretty much. There you go. <laughs> liquor liquor was, in was the... Family, friends, or mix? I was uh, mostly friends. My okay. mom came, so one family, but mostly okay. friends. And we just, big backyard, so we distanced the whole time. Uh, you know, and it was good. We did the soul good because you know a lot of them. Did, did, for a few people there, it was their first time getting out, so they chose this, and uh, they were they were basically leaving like, man, we needed this so bad. We just needed to be around people again. Just sitting around, or were you guys like playing like a long game? Or well, we did, did have some kids, and we let the kids play their own thing. You know, they, fire up pool. the griddle or what? Oh well, Ooh. yeah, had the gr- hot dogs and hamburger. Had the Bubba burgers going. Nice. Yeah, good stuff. Bubba burgers, baby. Cheap cheese and uh, cheap rolls, but the good burgers. That's okay. it. Go to ShopRite, you get the, the rolls for like 99 cents a bag, and you get the things of cheese for 99 cents, but you just go yeah. balls out on the beef, man. See, was that government yeah. cheese? What? Was that government cheese? Go- yeah, well, it was totally government cheese. <laughs> and uh, I my, my propane tank just made it. Like, it kicked right when I finished cooking. So that's the perfect time to kick, man. So hold up, hold up. Are you on Cinch now? Yes. Dude, Cinch is the truth. Oh, it's it's it's, it's the bomb. My but brother I was... got me into it. Pittman, do you and... know about it? No, educate me. So it's basically this service, right? It's kind of like the first one's kind of expensive. If you don't have your own tank, it's 50 bucks for a full tank the first time. But then for 20 bucks, they just like when your tank's empty, you just leave it like next to your garage. And they just bring, they drive a fresh tank to your house. You, you didn't get the, you didn't get the first tank for 10 bucks. No, no, I did, but I ordered two tanks. I wanted to have two on. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause here, here's the dilemma I was in. I, when I would, when I had started cooking, I had looked like about an hour before and I said, you know, it's it's a little low, but I was kind of trying to gauge it. Cause I have a little gauge there and I'm thinking, well, do I have enough gas to make it? Now, the most important thing was, did I want to drive to Home Depot and pay 40 bucks? And I'm like, but wait a minute. I'm a cinch member. Should I wait it out and get the good deal or pay the 40 bucks now? And I chose to wait it out, and I just made it. Yeah, because what's it, 20? Regular price, 20 bucks for a refill, right? Yeah. Or for so cinch. Yeah. For, for me, I got, a, I got an exchange about a block away from where I live, so cinch really doesn't affect me. But okay. it's about 20 bucks to swap a tank. Yeah. I'm, I think it's a little more than that at Home Depot, though. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should have just did it. The place near me is 18 bucks, but just the convenience of not having to go. Mm, Yeah. And I got the two tanks, so I never have to worry about that because I just, when one's empty, I just send that one back and I go on to the next one. Yeah. Right. Plus, I just didn't want to deal with Home Depot. Quite honestly. (laughs) I I can dig it. I I need like a couple minor things that like aren't really Amazon purchases and I'm just been dragging my feet on it. Yeah. But I was sweat. I was sweating a little bit. I was watching those burgers. Like, come on, keep going, keep going, keep going. I mean, worst case scenario, you finish them off in the oven. It's not perfect, yeah. but it's a plan. Well, worst case scenario, I was gonna go. I had the charcoal ready. I was just gonna ah. fire up some charcoal and just you know finish yeah. them off on the uh, Weber Joe. But yeah, you know, that would have been a pain too. But uh, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but it worked out. We all good. And I got my cinch today, so I'm good. Nice. How about you, man? What'd you get into? Uh, we had a mother-in-law down last week, which was nice. Got the, got the family time going. And uh, there's a place down here in Richmond called Maymont. It's like a big uh, like hundred and something acre like animal preserve, old mansion type thing. Yeah. Big big walk and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so we went out there and hammered that. Majority of it's still shut down, like a lot of the exhibits and stuff. But 
you know, they got a bear and all kinds of stuff. Like there's still stuff going on, but a lot of it's limited at this point. Yeah. It was just nice to get out and get some fresh air, to be honest. But I got torched, dude. Oh, dude, you can tell me. I So we had Saturday, my son had his first uh, baseball practice. So that was two hours in the sun. And then uh, Sunday, we went to my brother's house. Uh, first time since the pandemic where my entire, like my entire family. So me, my three brothers, my sister, their families, my mom, my dad, we were all together. So it was a ton of fun having, especially the kids had a time of their lives goofing around. But dude, by the end, that sun destroyed. I'm not used to that sun. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> I think we've all forgotten. And then we're slowly easing back out into it. We're getting hammered, dude. Yeah. So any uh, stories of your family uh, giving you grief over the pod, Mike? I mean, well, I, I feel now I feel bad because my sister-in-law she she made a dessert that wasn't even brownies altogether. So now now I feel like I'm dividing the family. I gotta, oh my god, are you influencing dessert choices now at your house? Uh, I feel I feel terrible. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I might just stop talking desserts on the podcast altogether. Well, wait, what did she make? Uh, Rice Krispie treats, which I mean, how can you not? Like go right with Rice Krispie treats, you know. Yeah, of I mean that's you know that might that might even be an upgrade. Yeah, I'm be yeah, honest right. with you, I'm a big fan of the Fruity Pebbles Rice Krispie treats. Oh hell yeah, hell's to the yiz out. <laughs> that I I enjoy those. Yeah, but other, I mean otherwise, you know, I I was in, I spent a lot of time in the pool, honestly, like just like because I feel bad every time we do get to a pool. It's like usually after I was working, and the kids are like dagging in the pool, I'm just exhausted. So I, I was just I was fully committed and. We're in the pool throwing the kids, you know, pretending like we're sharks. Just, you know, it's a lot of fun, you know? Cannonball or what? Hell yeah. Cannonball, butt bombs. But what's great, you know, when when the kids first see me getting to go in, they're all excited and they're all yelling, cannonball, cannonball. So you know what I did, right? Pencil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, even my pencil still makes a big splash. Look at me. You know, I mean, a blender, but... Yeah, there's no pencil here. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. So uh, let's go into some of the topics. And one of the first topics I wanted to get into, uh, I heard you got the band hammer. I got banned. You from, got the, the band hammer dropped on your head, man. I got banned from Jeez. the big Sheltonham group. All right. Tell killed, the story. Killed by Karen. Yeah. Uh, what so happened, I- man? Again, I've been posting like I've been using that COVID tracker and posting some stats to kind of let people know, like fact based. Maybe it's not exactly what the media has been saying about COVID. Not saying it's good, but it's not like it's terrible either. Um, and two of the Sheltonham uh, vocals uh, decided to jump on my post. Um, and I ain't going back down. So like I, I, I fired back and explained my reasoning. So then the one just starts like you, all you care about is little league and you don't care about anybody else. And I'm like, ah, right, well, I mean, like if you're taking it there, like that's not that I'm not having, this is an intelligent conversation. So I'm not interested in what you're bringing to the table. So, uh, a little bit later, I guess I noticed she unfriended me. So I, I thought it was funny, whatever. So, uh, oh, this of, was, this was a, fr- this was a Facebook friend. Yeah. 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 Like, like, um, she's, she's actually, uh, uh she's the one who she like, slid in the DMS. Yeah. <laughs> she would like, like harass or troll other local groups, admins. Um, and like, she made me brownies before. And like, she always talked about how, uh, I guess her son sometimes has a tough time in school and how my, my oldest was always really nice to her kid. And so like, so wait, you meant, you mentioned she wanted, she wanted you to troll some people. Yeah, dude. Like, we'll so get there. Wait, wait, wait. Can she we was get... using. She was using you as an assassin. Can we not go? To, so, can we not go there just yet? Let's okay. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Before okay. we go there. Yeah. Who, so, who's brown? Whose brownies are better? Hers or your sister's? My sister. My sister. Okay. My sister in laws are much more chill. You know, I'm looking for a chilly brownie. So. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just saying that to get brownie points. But <laughs> <laughs> um. So, like, I, I, I'm be honest with you, I didn't care that she unfriended me. A, I moved, and like, I don't think that my son considered himself friends with that kid. He was just being nice to that kid because my son's a he's nice. Doing kid. the right thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not that he's like, I'm not saying that like making the kid like some saint. I'm just saying, like, if obviously, Michael never, 
Yeah, we're talking Michael, not Dom, because Dom would have took him to Suplex City. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, take it, and take this dollar bill, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I just I just kind of left that and just kind of laughed and, like, it was funny, right? So then my buddy, um, John Hanna, faithful, probably the most faithful follower of the show, uh, at least as far as, like, listening and interacting with our social media, he shoots me a message of a post that, like that he thought maybe was up my alley to troll in the group. And I, I search and I can't even find the group and, and being an admin of a group, you know, the group that we kind of met under, I know that if you search and can't find it, you've been blocked. So, I mean, I, uh-huh. I know who blocked me. Um, but because like it's the internet, like she's playing, like she's playing not to be corny with the phrase, she's playing checkers. I'm playing chess. Right. Mm, right. I'm like, all right. It's like, if that's the game we're playing, that's fine. Like I'm not going to be sad. First of all, I'm still in the group with a burner account. So. (laughs) All right. I knew this was going to happen at some point. So I already had plan B set up, but I was like, well, this is the woman who on multiple occasions has uh, sent me DMS and like harassed this person. I can't stand her. I don't do it. Like I ain't no, like you, to your point earlier, I'm not like a f- internet hitman assassin. Like what the <laughs> hell are you doing? I'm just here to make some people laugh. Right. Yeah. But I got like four DMS of her requesting me to do this. So the first thing I do is get screenshots of all these requests. I'm not going to post them now. I'm going to wait for the right opportunity to post yeah. them. Right? Uh. But I want to be able to control the message. I don't want her. Like if I choose to use these out of context, I want to use them out of context. I want to do whatever I want with them. So what I did was I call her with Facebook Messenger because I know she won't answer because she's like, she's a coward, right? But by calling her, now she's going to see my profile. And then I block her right away. So now she like, because like Hitman, you had a situation where someone blocked you. You didn't even know for like four months, right? Never forget. Yeah. So now she knows immediately I blocked her. And now I have all the power because when I drop these screenshots at some point in whatever context I want to, because she's blocked, she can't get screenshots of the full context. Like that I went awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You become the Bobby Fisher of trolling. Yeah, it's like, come on, it's like she should just stay in her lane, you know, like, like, it's very clear what I do on Facebook. And because she's political, she tried to step her game up and, and like, you know, it's she, gonna be she like, wasn't ready. Actually, I know you don't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, do you? Or you? I, I feel like I should have, but I never did. There's an episode where uh, they get Larry or somebody gets Larry David to basically say something to somebody that they wouldn't say to them themselves, so they get Larry to say it, and they started yeah. calling him the social assassin. <laughs> so that's where I got that reference from. This you're you're she she's asking you to be the social media assassin. Yeah, is what it is. And, and it's, it's I'm not trying to be mean spirit in my trolling. I just want to make people laugh. I guess I'm mean no, towards people. The bottom line is she wants she wants an environment she can control. Yeah, yeah. And, but I. You know, what, when it comes to COVID, it's like whether you agree with someone or not, I think we'd all agree that, that Mike is probably on the more optimistic side of things, but he's not yes. like a complete denier. He's not going around saying, I'm not going to wear a mask because of the Constitution or something. No, it's I, like, I, I wear a mask to coach my kids. I use right. hand sanitizer after the practice. And to be honest with you, I, I don't think I need to use hand sanitizer. But you know what? They're telling us we have to, so I'm playing by the rules. Yeah, but you're not being this denier. You're 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 at least trying to take a realistic approach to it based on a fact. Yeah, I can like me personally, I can always respect somebody who's who's going at this with some kind of a fact. I can at least have the discussion. But imagine somebody just just shutting it down so much <laughs> that they can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. Exactly. It happens. And but especially when that person has been asking you to be like, you know, hey, can you go get this person? It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, and that's why, like, she's textbook Karen, right? Like, yeah. We've gone to a lot on this pod. She's like textbook. But you know, it and that's why I'm gonna kind of lay low. I don't know if I'm gonna drop it in that group with my burner or drop it in the other Shelton Hand group I'm real in for my mural account. But at some point, these these I'm gonna drop these screenshots, and then, like that's like you know you watching the movie where the bad guy blows something up and just kind of slowly walks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This might be fine. This might be Pittman. You might actually get where I 
this might be my walk away from shopping him immediately. You're, you, you'd be Tony Stark in, yeah. in Iron Man, just standing oh, there with everything. Tell me, I didn't see. I never saw the last one. Uh, not the last one. Oh, okay. The I, first, say, I already know what happens from the last one. It the first happen. one. The first one is where he does the, the all the stuff blowing up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when he's in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That would be you. Except for I'm much better looking. I could see that. Haircut <laughs> confirmed. Yeah, second, second quarantine haircut. Look at that, boy. Yeah. Jeez. You know, I got... So we were in the pool, and like they were, t- you know, all the wives were like taking pictures of us swimming. And all I can see in the pictures is the only part of me that is thin is the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the club. <laughs> Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm the youngest of the three of us and have the least up top. Well, but you choose to shave, don't you? Yeah, but I got a McDonald's arch meeting an empty space in the back. It's a race ah. to which mountain at this point. You you would have had, you you've got male pattern baldness going. You just you know you're just you going know what though it. my 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 old man died with more hair than I had at my age now. So yeah, it's I'm hanging not, on. And it, it doesn't bother me. Like you said, I've kept it short probably since I was five or six. So at yeah. this point, it's I'd rather not have it at all and not have to worry about. I mean, we're all married. Our lives are stuck with us, so it is what right. it is. I'm I'm hanging on by a thread. It's like I I look like I got a full head of hair, but you look at me from the back, and it's just like this big old patch. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you were hats a lot, so maybe that's why I never noticed that you were yeah. thin up top. Oh yeah, I'm not even. It could uh, just be one of those hair hats too. Who really knows? <laughs> that's it. Yo, can we make a pact that one day we'll all go out with those hair hats on, like the three of us? Oh, God. Oh, of course. I'm in. If we ever do a live show, our first live show, we'll, <laughs> we'll wear hair hats. Well, let's do the vegan wings with the hair hats on. Oh, we I'm in. Go in like completely different ensembles. I'm in. <laughs> I'll do vegan wings with the hair hats and, uh, oh, yeah. Wow. So let's go to, uh, I, here's a weird topic. Because Dan brought it up, and it has nothing to do with this month, but it has to do with the conversation that you had with your, uh, was it your daughter, right? Or two of your daughters? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, but tell tell us about uh, the divide here. Uh, I guess it's just a separation of the ages at this point. There's a lot that's been lost in translation over the years or things, you know, like I was talking to somebody at work today. Everything now is text messaging with the kids. Whereas when we were kids, we looked for a pile of bikes or, you know, we didn't have text messaging. That was our form. So I had said something the other day. I don't even remember exactly what we were, we were talking about, but I I mentioned mischief night and I got like a, what the hell is that kind of look out of my oldest. And it just blew my mind because I remember at that age, now she's 14 going on 15. That was the heyday of it for me. I had, by 15, I had already had eggs buried for about three months waiting on Mischief Night. Like, <laughs> we were posing what we did. You were burying eggs? Oh, bro. You don't yeah, go to war all, without like where, where do you Where do you bury them in, like, in Kensington, dog? Bro, under the L, like everything else. Oh. <laughs> I, I'd love to smell those eggs after three months. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh. By me, you'd have smelled them. <laughs> Whoever smelt it, dealt it. That's Ooh. it, bro. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a... I just can't believe. And I guess, you know, thinking about it, we've had about a week since we initially touched on that. So I've kind of thought into it a little bit. Today's world, dude, you'd probably get smoked for doing half the shit we did on Mischief Night 10, 15, 20 Absolutely. years. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the wrong neighborhood? Absolutely. I remember the first year we had the house, like, I was like, I'm ready for these kids. Right. I stayed up super late with a BB gun. <laughs> Nobody ever came. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, I'll get like, oh, these kids think you know. Again, I'm playing checkers. I'm playing yeah. chess. They're playing checkers. Dude, like, you're playing sniper in the bell tower. What are you talking about? It's like, hey, what was that guy's name? In Private Ryan. Oh, that was uh, Jackson. Jackson, call me Jackson. Jackson in the well, bell tower. My, my list before he was going to be my my quarantine team, right? I should know that. I think yeah. <laughs> Making sure that everyone stayed away from our funhouse. One of the yeah. three, one of the three movies you've actually watched. But you know, yeah, I know, right? But Hitman, I think you know, you said something again off the pod about uh, there's not an app for that, right? That's right. probably a big part of it. Like, there's no like, if there was like some app where you got a high score because you like 
egg three people's houses. And right. You threw an egg the furthest, you win. Yeah. Yeah. With the with the app or something, there'd have to be like a mischief night gym. Although I will say, like, so at the new house, the kid next door, um, like directly next door, like he's outside all the time, and Michael is going out. Like Michael is spending so much time outside now, so that's been good. Like getting away from the electronics. Mm-hmm. Um, now trying to get the other two. Like Dom's good with it. My daughter, she's real shy, so she's struggling. But Michael's been outside so much. I'm loving it. You know, yeah. that's we. Not, you know, this is again the, the old <laughs> the old guy part of the podcast. But like, we, like I was like me and my brothers. Like we played sports like 9 a.m. till until Dude, we had to come you to had dinner. to drag us in the house back yeah. then. Yeah, riding like our you bikes. Knew what time, right, you knew what time you had to come home for dinner, and then you knew how much of a window you had left after that, and that was it. And Street. we just rotate. We played hockey, and then we played ba- football, and then you know whatever, whatever. We just all day we're yeah. playing. Street lights, street lights came on. You got your ass inside. Mm. That was how it worked. But so would you? You said would mischief night happen now? Huh. I don't. I felt like in my old neighborhood it happened to some extent, but not nearly as much. As it definitely still happens, but I almost think it's more now. It's like, like it's most likely to be like me and the kids go prank one. Of yeah, the it's neighbors. like, or it's yeah, it's like Somebody you go to your dad's yeah. house and your kids TP a tree. Yeah. yeah. It's, you're not you're not doing it to the old guy on the corner who steals your ball every time it goes in his yard. Like Hitman said, that dude might light you up nowadays. Oh Jesus! <laughs> he might come out like uh, freak like uh, Ken and Karen did yesterday in St. Louis <laughs> with the producer. Did you see how that finger on the trigger? Oh my God! That was that. Listen, she has never even held a Nerf gun. She had no. She definitely needs some trigger discipline for sure. Not, that was not even close, man. And and thank God for the internet because it made that epic. Oh, every oh, every dude. meme has, like it's been the like memes were complete gold. <laughs> this might be the one thing that brings us all together. Yeah, like, like <laughs> both sides of, of the debate are like all in on these people. I don't know anybody. I haven't but, seen anybody yet, at least in my circles, like supporting those people. Yeah, they're everyone's. Well, they tried to turn it into a. It turns out they were Democrats. And they still can't. They still don't know how to hold the guns, so we're still killing them. I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised you're that because they are uh, personal um, injury lawyers. Yeah, right. So they t- tend to be Democrat, right? Um, you know, so I'm not surprised who they are. But I mean, the guy was like pointing the gun at his wife, like, "What are you, people dude? Doing? Did you see the size of that property? It looked like the Lincoln Memorial. It's a, it's yeah, a compound. Like but like, what are they defending a museum here? For like, Christ, holy this is shit! A... I'm surprised they didn't have like laser turrets on the roof there. <laughs> I think the, I think the protesters thought there was a statue inside they were trying to get to. It's possible, yeah, I thought, dude. yeah, they, they they thought it was a museum. It's like, oh, we can walk here. It's public land, and it's like, oh, this is yeah. my house. Like, and I just stopped there and be like, bro, this is. She's like, I saw them holding in a rat video sideways. I'll do that. Sideways for the kill shot, baby. <laughs> I always wanted her to pull just. To see how far she'd fly back. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, the gun smacks her in the chin, right? If she hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh, if, if he if he Over shot under that, three teeth, how many does she lose? Dude, the best thing of it all is, is I'd be willing to bet her gun probably had blanks in it. It's probably like a starter pistol or something. Oh, she just looks the part. Yeah, yeah. But the kick, the kickback on his gun probably would have sent him flying back into the wall. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, God forbid he does, right? Like, people are dying with a weapon. Yeah, like exactly. Her thing, she's not hitting. There's no way she hits anything. No. It's, a, it's like that, you know, you know, is this really funny? I don't know. But, my God, the internet made it funny. And just the ludicrousness of the whole situation, you had to look I, at it and go, oh, my God. That's what's funny. It's like, like I mean, we're, we are three people who see three issues very three different ways, right? None of us are ever standing outside of our house. Me holding what was that AR fifteen? It was close and, to it. And my wife holding a hand. Like none of us are ever in that situation. Like so, so I think ludicrous was the perfect word to describe that <laughs> I think what my favorite meme was uh, this Mr. and Mrs. Smith sequel doesn't look too good. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what so was the other one I saw? Full Metal Cracker or something? Oh, there was, dude, there was no. so many good ones out there. Like okay, that uh, one I didn't hear. Uh, saving Private Property. <laughs> I did see that. Oh I god. That. Uh, I saw another one where they took the what was the movie with what was it Michael Douglas falling down? They had oh, that yeah. dude on the on. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> I think 
since COVID has started, the wood memes and these memes by far my favorite. Oh yeah, dude, meme game. I guess because people are home doing nothing, even you got still, nothing to do. Meme right. game has been strong throughout. It's, it's look, up another level right now. Look, look at what we're all going through. How do you not approach this with some kind of humor just to keep yourself sane? Yeah, I mean, I I, I would make my own funeral comedy show. So like, like <laughs> you know, I mean, like this, forget about it. Yeah, I mean, it's like we we have to do this just you know so we're not dealing with the the BS that we've been dealing with for sure. the last four months. Because hell, that's how we started this hop, this pod. If you want to look at it that way, right? It was like we gotta have some laughs, you know. And then Steve took two episodes, did nothing but talk about COVID, but now we're back to having fun. Uh, I, oh, sure. Blame it on me. <laughs> That's all we had to talk about. <laughs> I just like firing you up, Steve. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of getting... fired up, Steve, are you yeah. fired up for the return of Major League Baseball and NBA? Funny you should mention that. Are you reading my list? <laughs> <laughs> I'm teaching wow. how to do transitions, homie. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, they got a schedule and everything. They gonna pull this off or what? I mean, what do you think? Uh, I, well, first of all, MLB is is a done deal, right? Because they they've already had a player come out and say he's not playing. They've had a couple. Right. Ryan Zimmerman, I think, was one. They've had a couple that said, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit this year out. So if if they weren't going to play, players don't do that because now, like, if the season doesn't happen, like the players who were going to play can probably argue and get service time because they attempted. Where those players said no, they can't get the service time credit because they already said they weren't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like if you if you, if you go to work on a snow day and they send you home, you only get to leave if you showed up to work, mm-hmm. right? You know. So I, like once I saw players saying I'm not playing, I'm like, all right, this season's definitely happening because yeah. they're too strong of a union to not to 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 let that happen otherwise. Yeah. Well, it they've got a schedule, they've got an agreement, and they're going to go. And NBA's got everything. They've got a schedule. They're cramming everything in August. That whole seeding tournament that they got yeah. going. I mean, it, people are liking the Sixers now too in this format because we got a pretty cake seeding <laughs> schedule. You know what? This is the way I look at all of this. I don't know how any team at this stage can call themselves the favorite because right. everyone has been thrown into the everyone's going to get a short time to prepare everyone's been off for three months they haven't really made a whole lot of moves you know they're all going into this thing blind one move has been made and i will say this jr smith is ready to lay some pipe in la oh jesus rumor is his shirt's already off <laughs> Remember when the Cavs won and he just didn't wear a shirt for like a week? Oh, bro! Do you know how jealous Tom was? Was of that situation? Jeez. But so, no, I mean, like even, I think for that reason, Steve, the Sixers do have a real shot, right? Because yeah, the Sixers were, are are probably one of the three most talented teams. But it was it was so crazily built, right? Yeah. But like now, everyone's in chaos. So like, yeah, all right. Right, they're in chaos. But so is everyone else too. And, and honestly, I feel like this format benefits teams like the Sixers more. With with, it, it's I I don't know. Man, I feel like it's easier for them to come up with a short burst of something positive than to, yeah, to try and yeah. figure it out over the course of a season. You know what yeah. I mean? Plus, I'm going to throw something else in. Do we really think that these players are going to go 100? percent Are they going to get up in someone's face? And try to like, are they going to D up on someone? Are they going to like throw the body down low? Certain are they going to hold will. back certain, a little bit? Certain players will. Like like LeBron <clears throat> wants that championship for the Lakers is so big. He feel like that gives his legacy. So LeBron is all in. Um, I think Ben's all in because I think Ben's really trying to prove like he's an alpha and he's not he's not. And beads Robin. I think there's a couple individual players. Like you could argue the Clippers because Kawhi won. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kawhi is a robot, so maybe he's all right. But like, like you know, like he's been argue- on load management since he was six. Yeah, you know, <laughs> true. But could there be just enough players backing off a little bit because they got a little bit of fear in the back of their mind that it could open up things for a guy like Ben Simmons or That's for. A- that's my point. That's my yeah. point. Like certain players, like even Embiid, like, you know, if things start to open up for him a little bit down low and he has a little bit more room to operate, if he stays healthy. Yeah, but, but has he, yeah, but even before COVID, 
Was he a hundred percent in the paint? No, I don't, never. No, well, yeah, but now Horford's twelfth man, so right. There's so many moving pieces to this. I just don't know what to expect. I don't. Know I feel like I'm there's anyone. enough. I feel like there's enough hungry vets out there, and enough young guys that want to prove something versus the hungry vets that are trying to grab a hold of a window they know is closing. That it should be an interesting, an, an interesting run here. Yeah. I'll tell you this much. I think it will be more interesting than any other NBA playoffs in the last 10 years because you typically don't even need to watch to the conference finals. Yeah. And I think it will be more entertaining in the first two rounds than probably when, when was the last one when the Sixers beat the Bulls because D. Rose got hurt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I think it probably be the best since then. And not only that, you've just taken out home court. No one's got home court. Which killed that part kills the Sixers. Well, yeah. Exactly. We were, were we twenty-eight and two at home? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we were terrible on the road and awesome at home. I see you. I see you with the cup there, Pittman. Nice. <laughs> but uh, actually, it's funny. I got a fill. I got one too. Okay, we got a girl. Two, we got two Sixers cups on the podcast. They there can't see it, but uh, Hoke has uh, messed up the hat trick. I, I got. I always do. Right. Last week I wasn't wearing blue, and tonight I'm drinking a, a can of cider. Man, ice. nice. And I'm drinking water. So is anyway, that, is that Dick and Cider? Because I heard she loves Dick and Cider. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Anyway, there's a transition, maybe. But uh, so, as intriguing as you know, basketball could be with all this going on and making things interesting. I don't know that I feel the same way about MLB. One thing that I think is going to be a problem. You know, the pitchers have to get stretched out and up to snuff again. And I don't think they have enough time. So, I, they, well, it could make the game a little interesting. The pitchers could be off. And I think, you know, the hitters could just come out and start bombing. Yeah, I don't know what to think. Because typically, like, early in the season, the hitters dominate the pitchers, right? I mean, the, 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 pit, the other way, pitchers dominate the hitters typically. Right. Yeah. Um, but they've, used, they've usually had time in spring training to stretch the arms out. Yeah, That's, I mean, one, one would think that. The smart pitchers were stretching now, right? Right. Here's the X factor, now. too, across all these sports. How many of these guys legitimately do you think have been, like, in in the, the back burner of this, keeping 100% into what they're at? You know what I mean? No, for sure, I would say a guy like LeBron, you know, he's probably got a full-size court inside all 10 of his houses or whatever. Yeah. But how many guys are legitimately, like – Ready to come back and go, swing the bat, throw a 98, dunk from the free throw. You know what I mean? No there's, one knows. There's rumors the Lakers have been having, t- like, like basically quarantine. I did hear that. Like, yeah. full practices. Yeah. Jeez. So, They're hungry, man. It's going to be interesting. I mean, LeBron has to for his legacy, right? Oh, definitely. If I'm being honest with you, I'm just happy that the Warriors suck massive amounts of whatever this year. No, yeah. because now they get number one pick. Who cares? They're not going to do nothing with it. That yeah. team's a bunch of scrubs at this point. It's well, over. You, but you're going to put. Well, wait. You're going to put a number one pick on that team with Steph Curry getting healthy again. I mean, they bro, can, they if they're going to do anything to help up. him, they need to draft a pair of ankles. No, say is Steph Curry ever healthy? Healthy? I don't know for a whole season. Maybe not anymore. But he's like a Walmart superstar because of them bum ass legs. You get him at a discount, which gives them the ability to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, but that does speak. To, we don't know who's been doing what. That's the that, that that may throw everything into a flux. We don't know who's really ready for this, who's not ready for this. I mean, there could be superstars who just come out and tank because they just weren't ready, or they're right. holding back the for whatever got, reason. And a low end guy. You guys remember Frank Mason? Yeah. And uh, he's, yeah. he's from the area that I live in down here now. And actually a, a good friend of mine at my job down here grew up with him. They're real good buddies still in contact. So I was just talking to him at work today and he showed me a video of him and Frank Mason talking about the COVID thing. And according to this guy, now, again, he's a lower tier player, obviously, but he seems to think that a lot of players are, are ready to go. They've been chomping at the bit for this thing. So we'll see. Is one of them Kyrie Irving? I doubt it, dude. Because <laughs> for every player chomping at debate, you got the Kyrie Irving playing the public. I don't know. Leave, leaving group chats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think Kyrie would block me on Facebook if we were friends? Jesus. Kyrie would stole the hell out of him with the flat yeah. earth. Thing. <laughs> Ky- Ky- Kyrie would be messaging you, be like, yo, dude, can you like say, say some shit about LeBron? 
Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> oh yeah. He he would be trying to recruit you to like go at LeBron. Yeah. Totally. And then just claim I was like uh KD's burner account. That's it. Oh jeez. <laughs> so I think the saddest thing for me with this with this COVID thing and the NBA and all that is Vince Carter, man. Yeah. It's over. Mm, yeah. And then he doesn't, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't he's not gonna finish out the season now. Right. 22 years, was it? 22? 20, 22 or 23, I think. Yeah, 22. Jesus. And I remember, I'll never forget, because he got drafted my sophomore year of high school, I think it was. And I, and I wanted the Sixers. I was like, well, do you think the Sixers should take him? I think it was before the lottery. We knew a pick they had. And uh, my teacher was like, no way. Vince Carter has no jump shot. He won't last in this league. Right. Mm. 22 years later. Ironically yeah. enough, his last bucket was a three pointer. So tell your teacher to suck it. Yeah. <laughs> you friends with that teacher on Facebook? I am a... friends with that teacher on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Let him know. Get, give it to him. And he's going to be like, you're a psycho. Why do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't I, I remember wait, that? You want to hear the craziest story ever? Oh. So, this is probably this is probably my craziest story. Honestly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the craziest story ever, right here on the podcast. Let's do it. All right, so I went to Holy this Family be good. College. Holy Family is basically Archbishop Ryan High School University. Okay, <laughs> I come from Roman, and I don't know. Like, I might have been legit the only Roman kid in the whole school. Roman was my high school. For those who don't know, so first day I'm I'm in English class. Um, and like I noticed this girl who used to ride the same bus home that I did. She like I was come from Rome and she was come from Lincoln. So my bus take the L, take the bus, and she get on. So like, all right, well, this girl let me let me just go say hi and like see if I can make a friendly face, right? So I went up to this girl and I was like, Hey, did you used to ride the 88 bus home from high school? I think we rode the bus together. Her response was, Yeah, we went to kindergarten together. <laughs> oh. and I was like uh, all right, never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the front of the bus now. Like, I was like, damn, like, you remember me from kindergarten? I don't even remember what I had for dinner oh, last bro. week. Jesus, <laughs> like, I like I went to a public kindergarten and went to Catholic school, so this is like having seen like in a classroom setting. This you left, the, I don't know what you did to her in the cubby, but you left a mark on her, bro. Jesus Christ, so wow. Needless to say, I, I exited from that friendship as quickly as I got into that friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now. Look at me now. Yeah. Hey, before we jump from Vince Carter too far, I just want to throw this little weird stat out there. With Vince Carter retiring, it'll now be the first time there's no Dean Smith coached players in the NBA in like 50 something, some crazy ass statistic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I did see that. I think uh, hard to believe. It's wild, man. It's like the end of an era. And now the last person left in the league who's played against Michael Jordan. Any guesses? Oh, man. Uh, wait, wait. No, no. Don't. It's because Jordan. I got to do the math now. Good. He did. He played 2000, 2001. The Wizards was his last run. So right, you got to remember yeah. early 2000s. So, so you can't. Uh, dang. Oh, oh, I know. I know the answer. Steve, I'll let you guess, but I know the answer. God, can you give me a team? He's played for three teams, right, Hitman? He's played for multiple teams. Three uh, teams. I'm totally going to kick three, myself. Three different teams. He's, I'll yeah. give you another hint, too, Steve. He came from high school. Yeah. Come oh. on, man. Oh, shit. LeBron, right? No? No. No. Oh, wait. no I'm okay. That, you know, he was 2005. What am I saying? He was 2003, Steve. Three. You Whatever. flunked math. Can you play for the Sixers? No. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Lou Williams. No. Lou, not yet. Lou Williams nope. didn't come out of high school. Wait, who else came out of high school? He played for the Bulls. That was one of his teams. Oh, D wait. wait. D Rose? Nope. No. no. Oh, he also played for. TC? Who did he play? Who? For yeah. who? Yep. TC? Yep. Tyson Chandler. Oh. Tyson Chandler. Dang. Do you remember Dang. the Bulls, Tyson Chandler, and Eddie Curry? Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone thought they were going to be unstoppable. Dude. I'm trying to remember. So Tyson Chandler must have played against the Bullets, the uh, old Bullet, the Wizards. 
The only yeah, thing on Stoppel rocked Bullets jersey once. The only thing on Stoppel was Eddie Carey's appetite. Oh my God, uh, he was a tank, dude. Dude, wasn't he, Eddie? Did didn't Eddie Curry also get busted for watching porn while he was driving? Or was that another Eddie? Yeah, that was. <laughs> dude, come on, man. Come on. What? That's Eddie Griffin, man. R. Eddie R. Griffin. R.I.P. Yeah. Eddie. He was a baller, too. He died in that accident. Yeah. <laughs> Not in that accident. Yes. It was, I thought he yes. got busted. He got busted once for doing I didn't think he died in oh, that he got, accident. He, he got busted, all right. Yeah. I know he got busted. He was under the influence watching an adult film and drove into a train. Oh, Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, that may not have been the only time he, he was uh, watching the porn. Well, train into a train, brother. <laughs> dude, dude, I totally got to fact check this. I mean, th- there's I'm not sure. a news story that tells you this. Yeah. Well, there's there's his uh, Wikipedia. Because, you know, Wikipedia is always true, right? Uh, John Lucas is table, man. John dude Luke went down in a ball of flames watching Pornhub. Most <laughs> Wikipedias. Uh, it, well, you're right. It was a... Uh, Griffin died as a result of a car crash at approximately 1.30 a.m. August 17, 2007. Ignored a railroad warning and went through a barrier before striking a moving train. Yeah, he's worried about the wrong caboose. Uh, he had more than three times the, geez, the legal alcohol limit in his system when he crashed. Uh, it doesn't, you know, well, test. it doesn't say in here anything about the porn. Well, what's it going to be like? I mean, he was halfway through Debbie Does Dallas 30. But I mean, I thought the porn was a separate incident. It's not. You see, now I'm now I'm googling Eddie Griffin porn, or Eddie Griffith porn. Good lord, Steve. To see, uh, oh, your, okay. Your search history is so lit. Oh my god! Literally, you've got BBC, you've got Eddie Griffin. There is a ton going on there. You better make sure somebody cleans them cookies before you go, boy. That's your job when I die. What are you talking <laughs> about? I can't wait to see what ads you get tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on quickly. Uh, so our local radio station, since we're on a sports kick, they, they made a, a big splash when they were trying to uh, figure out who the greatest of all time on Broad Street was in the last 50 years. They called it the Goat of Broad Street. And uh, we'll play off of that uh, WIP because they had a controversial ending. That the fans decided that the greatest player of the last 50 years in Philadelphia was Allen Iverson. Yes, sir. And it wasn't Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt came in it's second. It's not. It's just not Mike a thing Schmidt, Mike Schmidt being salty about. Right. <laughs> so I'm the one who's going to defend Mike Schmidt on this. Go although... ahead, Steve. You start us off and then we'll tack you. Oh, I actually did get into a half public argument on this because I actually see why it happened. Because I realized that, you know, a lot of younger people who didn't see Mike Schmidt play, who saw Allen Iverson play. And the one thing about Allen Iverson, because we all we've, we've all been in the building when Allen Iverson played, you got your money's worth. There hasn't been an athlete in Philadelphia that when you paid your money to watch them play, you felt like you it was worth your money. You didn't get that necessarily watching Mike Schmidt play. Because he came up, what, three, four times, and maybe he went one for four. If you're lucky, it was a homer. Right. You know, maybe he had a two for four. Maybe he had a nice play. But watching a guy play baseball is going to be different from watching a guy drop play basketball. 50. Yeah. yeah, drop 50. And I, you know, I could say I've been in the building when Al and I, this was up in Boston, the man dropped 48 against the Celtics set the building record in my presence. And I left there like, you know, the Sixers won that game and I left there just giving it to the Boston fans. And that was one of the highlights of my life. But Mike Schmidt meant more, what meant more to the game, to his team, won a title was a better player within his sport. See, this is the thing though. Do you, do you think that he meant more overall to the team than Iverson did? I would well, argue that Iverson has single-handedly done more for any Philly team than any other player. Being, uh, it, look at what Schmidt had along with him on the roster versus what Iverson did with what he okay. had. Yeah, Schmidt didn't win without Steve Carlton, without Pete Rose, without, you know. You know what I mean? I think those that's guys probably why. I think that's probably what catapulted Iverson above him at the but, end of the day. 
did Iverson make that team better? I mean, we, we look, how many players did they have to go through to find somebody who complimented him? Did they ever find somebody who complimented him? No. Yeah, Larry Snow. Brown. What? What's that? Eric yeah, Snow. Larry Brown. Well, yeah, that's about the coach. That was it. And he eventually, you know, drove him crazy. But, <laughs> I, you know, Allen Iverson was complicated. Allen Iverson, you know, had some other issues. Was Allen Iverson on the court amazing? God, yes. But as I said, I can see why it happened. I don't agree with it, but I see why it happened. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, Iverson took a bunch of bums and won a lot of games with it. Yeah, And you you can certainly argue, like, oh, you know, well, this and that. But, like, Mike Schmidt only won because Pete Rose showed up. It's fair. I mean, it is a fair point. They they did not get over that. Like, you know, Julius Irving only won when Moses Malone showed up. I mean, it happens. You know, and and Jordan and, didn't win without Pippen. I mean, Schmidt was using greenies, right? Right. They all were using the greenies. Right. <laughs> Iverson was. wasn't using nothing except for alcohol. Oh yeah, I, endless apps at Applebee's, but that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, in honor of the goat, so we could you know. We could have the argument, but, you know, that might bore people. But let's have some real fun. Yeah. I wanted to do the worst of Broad Street. Yeah. The woke, the woke, if you will. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the worst players that we've ever seen. Sean okay. Bradley. Interesting. Did you think he was? Sandwiched between two, like a Hall of Famer, and it should be Hall of Famer. It wasn't for injuries. You know what? I mean, with Sean Bradley, I mean, there were worse players that came through the Sixers. I mean, yeah, but they passed up Penny Hardaway and Chris Webber. That's what did. Yeah, that's what did it. It's it's the the fact that they drafted him so high and missed out on everyone else that made that work. And they gave him number seventy six because he played dude, for the Sixers. Right. They and they set that dude up for failure. <laughs> hmm. Do you remember he used to eat cheesecakes before games to try to put weight on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was eating fast food. Like, he was eating Maybe that's fast why he was so slow. He's got full cheesecake in his stomach. Hey, come on, bro. It's he was weird. Of people looting cheesecake during the, the riots, a couple, <laughs> the cheesecake factory. <laughs> See, you want a guy like Bradley with you, though. Imagine how much shit he can grab that you can't. I know, oh. right? <laughs> Dude, you know what? He is the goat of taking groceries in from the car. Oh, for sure. <laughs> at least 10 bags an arm. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. But could, did he have the strength to lift them? Well, there's that. All right. All right. Foot race. Him or Manute Ball? Who wins? Oh. Manute Ball. Yeah. Dude, Manute. I got to go Manute. Three. Dude, Manute, Manute came from a place where he prior had to run from Lions at some point in yeah. his life. That's not your point. Serious, yeah. You're right. Manute could hit an outside shot. I don't, don't, I, don't has- ask me. Seven three-pointers, or what was it, six or seven in a game? Yeah, it was seven. Seven. He launched seven, and he just kept nailing them. And, uh, <laughs> With that awkward ass from behind the head. Floor. Yeah. <laughs> Funny as shit. So, I mean, like, there have, been te- there have been players, I think, that have actually harmed the franchise more. I mean, I go, well, you know, even though he never suited up, but Andrew Bynum set that franchise back how far? Uh, I mean, it led us to the process. Yeah, well, sure. But, and I'm thinking of guys like Scott Williams who signed just exorbitant contracts and just ate money and ate salary cap space for how long and just didn't produce. One of the best Charles Barkley quotes is, uh, I asked them to get me Shaq, and they got me Charles Shackelford. Charles Shackelford, man. And that was <laughs> another guy that came to mind. That's, <laughs> but yeah, Sean, Sean Brad- I could probably go with Sean Bradley on that. Okay, so hit me. Why don't you keep going with your list since you since you ran one off? Are we doing all sports? I mean, we're doing this off the cuff here. Any sport is fair game. God, this is a tough one, man. Like to me, Bradley was the obvious for basketball. I uh-huh. just, I just think he was just terrible. I'm going to tell you right now. I got a better one for basketball. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Uh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> did you ever see the movie The Air Up There, where he did? Oh the, my God! The Jimmy he Dolan. Plays for, he plays for the Wanabi. 
it's always Mike that takes us into another world. I got I mean, a buddy Kevin out Bacon. there who's going to appreciate that you just took it there. So I respect that. Kevin Bacon from Philly, so it counts. It does. That's I, fair. We'll take I, that. I, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Do you want me to keep going to my list, or should we let Steve do one off of his now since we each did one? I don't know that I actually made a list, but okay. Andrew Bynum, Andrew Bynum was on it. Okay. Well, I got two and, more. If you want me to run through mine real quick, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a couple. I've got a couple other names in mind, so I'll definitely give them. But go well, ahead. Throw one. Just throw one out right now. All right, I'm going to throw one out. This is a guy that I actually got to see pitch live, and I know he seems to be forgotten because he's from 1987. But the Phillies picked up a guy by the name of Joe Cali. I don't even know him. Okay. So, well, Joe Cali. If you go back, you know. If you Google I'm going, them, going back, back to Cali, Cali. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Well, first of all, you remember Lance Parrish? I do remember Lance Parrish. Yeah. He's okay. a minor league baseball coach now. Because he could be on the list because he was a big free agent signing that just wound up not doing enough. From the Tigers, but, right? What's that? Yeah, Tigers? from the Tigers. Yep. Joe Cal- Joe Cali came from the White Sox and was signed that same year. So the combination of Lance Parrish and Joe Cali. Joe Kelly had decent numbers, but he was always known as being wild. Uh, the man threw a no-hitter and had seven walks. So he, he was wow. kind of an enigma to begin with. But he was coming in. We were thinking, well, you know, he might be a decent starter next to Shane Raleigh. Uh, he Shane came out. Raleigh. Shane Raleigh. You know, we were thinking <laughs> we, might have, we might have a starting rotation here. So I got to see him pitch his first game in the vet. He came out. It was against the Cubs. He gave up seven runs and didn't make it out of the first inning. He two-thirds of an inning. Rough start. Rough start. The man wound up basically pitching five games, ERA of 15. Good Lord. And, and wound up being out of the league. Wow. I mean, he imploded like nothing I've ever seen. Well, so, so this guy was actually the, like the top one who didn't make my list, but Danny Tartable, right? Another, yeah, that's a good one. Record signing, like four million meant something back then. And what do you get? Seven at bats? Two, I thought. I thought yeah, it was whatever like two. It was. We were, you know, it, so um, I'll jump into one of my next ones uh, for for someone who did major work on Broad Street, uh, Jaleel Okafer. Oh, uh, because he was doing like a hundred off the bridge and a hundred on Broad Street. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I- I'm I'm gonna be honest. I have a little Okafor bias. I'm a fan. I think that he just got dealt a shitty hand. They were just in a situation where they were years after year after year of drafting best available, and it just created yeah. a logjam. He yeah. was an odd. He wound up being an odd man out. I think he had more talent than he got to show here. Right. I think they drafted him with no intention of developing any type of talent in him. Right. It was just take best available. Yeah, and, and it was who, what it was. Who became the best? Yeah, I mean, right. it wasn't like you know drafting a guy like Sharon Wright who just wound up being a, a clunker. Right. Dude, yeah. Remember Sharon Wright and BJ Tyler in the same oh, round? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they'll that that to me hurt far more because but they let just, it be known. I'm only taking Jaleel Okafor because the dude used to do a hundred everywhere he could. Yeah, that's the, the got so in trouble. We're yeah. talking about people who killed it on Broad Street. I mean, the dude drove 100 miles an hour on Broad Street. That's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, hey, you know, he wasn't he's not a bad player now. I mean he's he's a decent little not role player, player, I think. Either. Not a good player. Not that yeah, not for what, not for where he was out. drafted. Right, right. Not for where he was drafted. Well, look at Nerlens Noel. Same thing. Yeah, but I feel like Nerlens is at least like a contributing role player. Like he gives you like twelve minutes of good defense. Yeah. Where like Ja can never escape that what happened against the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> yeah, you remember that vi- video, Hitman? The one That's where he basically got turned around like three times. Yeah, like he just could not get the ball. Yeah, yeah. Can I get my yeah, final also, on my list? Slug. Yeah. So the last person on my list is Sean Miller. You might say to yourself, "Who's, who's Sean Miller?" That's exactly what I'm saying to myself. Okay. So Sean Miller was a neighborhood kid. Uh, he moved near us when we were in, ah, uh, it's probably like seventh, eighth grade. Um, and he talked all this smack where he was like such a good athlete. And he was like literally the world's worst athlete. And it culminated this one. There was, there was, a, there was a real small lot directly across the street. So me and him are over there like having a catch with a football. And he says, yo, there's two girls walking down the street. I want to impress. 
So, so let me juke you, right? <laughs> oh God. So I was like, yeah, sure. You can do that. So he starts coming at me, gets ready to juke, and I truck stick the hell out of yeah. him. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, dude, you ain't gonna clown me. Come on. So absolute savage. <laughs> that's why Sean Miller is on the worst of Broad Street. That that's fair. Totally fair. Only my brothers will get that, but that's okay. <laughs> dude, if I'm picking a Philly, I'm going harangue. Aaron Harang. Festival. Dude, shit the bed, bro. After I stole his water bottle, he was helpless. <laughs> For those who don't know it, the Phillies have this thing called the Phillies Festival. It's like a, a charitable event where you can get autographs and it's raising money for ALS research. And Pittman just <laughs> stole Aaron Harang's water right off the table in front of him. Literally just took it mid like somebody was passing him out and I just kind of got him. It was just, <laughs> it's over, bro. Yeah. Back did, up, he no- did he notice it? Like, did he go, it was Yo. in his face. What's we oh. going to do about it? Yeah. Why did you do it? Just just because you saw an opportunity and took it? That's it, bro. If the lane's open, I'm taking a layup <laughs> 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> what, what does Michael Scott say? You miss 100% of the shots you don't see. <laughs> <laughs> Dunder Mifflin, baby. That's it. Um, and the thing, I was actually going to take this seriously and name uh, actual players that, that – well, but that, you know, I think I'm just going to go and name the entire 2012 Eagles dream team. Oh. Yeah, and that you know, so it's funny. I considered naming one of their players. Uh, which one, Vince Young? Uh, Namdi. Namdi was oh, Namdi was definitely number one on that because list. he used to eat his lunch by himself on. Oh, <laughs> eat his lunch by himself in the car. That's that's fantastic. You know, the player I hated the most on that team was Jason Babin. Ah, oh. just despised him. Yeah, with, with like every fiber of my being, and he was he like real arrogant. Yeah, and he had no reason to be. Yeah, like, like cool, you had 15 sacks, but you were the worst run defender in the NFL. Exactly. Dude, how about how about Javon Kirst, though? He, but the, Javon wasn't as arrogant as him, and I think Javon actually produced yeah, but he got a paid. Little, they got paid way too much. Well, and some of that was the Eagles, right? Because they didn't just yeah. put him at the end and let him go. Remember, they were, like, moving him all over the field. Right. Mm-hmm. But he was actually in a team that, that won something, so you could hide – if he wasn't producing up to his capability, it didn't matter because they had That's Hugh fair. Douglas. They had Corey Simon. He just became a part of that. But, you know, Jason Babin was supposed to be, you know, the guy. Like he, right. he was the guy on that. And, yeah. <laughs> Who was that D-line coach? What was his name? Oh. Remember he, he was getting in fights when he finally got fired? Oh, I got I to gotta look it up now. I can't Jeez. think of his name. But, yeah, you know I'm talking about, though. But like the D line was like ostracized from the rest of the team. I I remember who you who you're talking. I mean, about. honestly, if we're going Eagles right now, can we just say Chip Kelly and leave it at that? Yes. Dude, did you see what's happening with his team out? And uh, they're like revolting against them. Oh, they basically have yeah. Half the team is saying we don't feel safe with him. Yeah, they and don't. We're not gonna, they don't trust their COVID diagnosis. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude, what kind of shit is he pulling with them in general? Besides being racist? Oh, that too, perhaps. I mean, <laughs> just besides, you know, you know, making him drink green smoothies and, you know, doing weird stuff on the sideline with signs and stuff. And Hey, those, those smoothies, that's one of the few things the Eagles kept when he left was that, uh, that was dietitian it? or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So don't knock the smoothies. Did they bring back, I... ta- did they bring back Andy Reid's Taco Tuesdays? I'm going to be straight up. So I got to go to <laughs> I got to go to the Eagles practice facility one time, um, like for like a, like an event. No, 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 no. This was um, like that Eagles Academy thing they used to do. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my so my wife for like a birthday present bought me a ticket to it, and we got to eat like in the cafeteria, dude. They have, they eat well in that cafeteria. Yeah, they oh, eat yeah. real well. I like don't. If I was a young it. player. I would just eat every meal there. I wouldn't even go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Oh, they eat well. So, but this this was post Chip Kelly, right? No, no, no. This was like during Chip's era. Oh, during Chip's, they were still eating well, huh? Yeah, like, dude, it was healthy, but it was slamming. Wow, dude, it's Philly though. The like gear in a food mecca. Even the healthy food is good food. Yeah, apparently, what's his name was just running around town. Um, Action Bronson. Yeah, he's oh. an animal. Yeah. 
He loves Philly, apparently. Hey, we got the food. Dude, I love the name of his show. Genius name for a show. Do you know the name of a show? Not off the top of my head. Hitman, you know it? Go ahead, drop it. Excuse my language, people, but it's called Fuck That's Delicious. I didn't know, but I just needed to hear you curse, to be honest. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's we're going to bleep note. that out later. That, no, we're not going to bleep shit. <laughs> Fuck that. We're not going to bleep shit out. Ah, <laughs> pandemic rules, you fuckers. If Sheldon can censor me, anyone can. Oh, hey, God. Karen that, don't have no authority in this pod. That's the note we end on, by the way. Come on. Pandemic rules. Fuck that. I love it. <laughs> but besides, I got to go anyway. It's it's the boys' bedtime. So, Serbia, stay safe, please. Yes. Stay with us, Serbia. I haven't had an update in, in any international uh, new listeners for a while, Mike. You have to give us that that next week. Cliffhanger coming oh, yes. next week. Cliffhanger, we all got like, secrets. That's it. See you, gang. Later. Peace. Always, no cap, no cap, no cap, yeah. Hit it for the top, yep, yeah, ASAP. Hit it for the top, that's Apex. Might pull up on the spot, drop eight racks. Eight homies in the squad, that's eight racks. Ain't a homie in the squad that can't rap. Super hero stats, they gon' ask where your cake at. Shout out to Young Miles Morales. Pressing the play on the mission, the movement is building up stylus. I just check in with my stylus and write out my plans with the stylus. I'ma keep pushing for progress and I'ma keep pushing the process. I'ma keep pushing, I promise. My niece need a bed for her conscience. She need a mansion, a palace. I'm reaching for wonderland status. Shame on they keeping it honest. I'ma just keep it real honest and keep it the beat. I'ma just keep it a hundred. I'ma just keep on just stunting. It's me and the team. Say they keep keeping it bumping. Pen they say good in my stomach. I'm keeping it lean. Eating the beat cause they yummy. Top of the charts, yo, we hungry. We chasing the drink. I'm just the one that has no points allowed If you fly little pelican, call me the brown Try to take it to me, leave you flagrantly fouled Like Penny, I'm proud and I stay number one Almost famous like Amos, you test me, you dumb Make the Ramus, the Amos, the run to the sun In search of the blameless like God's only son Jesus, peace in a three-piece, drip, drip Sensei on a chop, hit the feet flip I'm like the arts in the caves, the way that I say They say life's a beach and I'm chasing away Secrets. <laughs> That's a good one, mate. A lot of people won't tell tell you their uh, closed secrets because they might be still in the closet. <laughs> Anyhow, I hope you're having a bit of fun with that, mate. <laughs>